0: <laughs> so but um a uh, great week uh my daughter comes my oldest comes back in two less than two weeks so that's praise the lord comes back for the summer and uh a lot of kids are getting ready to finish school this this year um i think we have uh, three graduates from high school this year brother Cody's daughter and uh the wolfok's daughter and, and Anna graduate high school and then we got some we'll have everything i think on the 1st um, that's first of June, a Wednesday night. They'll have a ceremony for, for everybody graduating, uh, with the school and and, uh, and stuff. So um, it's going to be uh, it's lot lots going on. Welcome back, brother. Glad you made it back, man. So that's awesome. Good to ha- have you back. It was sure a long flight and uh, long long day, but glad glad you made it back. So all right. So last week we talked about real relationships in in um, in church. Uh, we talked about the fact that that as Christians, as the Christian body, we get to establish real relationships that God has designed, and um, that's part of what our church life is. It's part of uh, being a Christian. Um, we're going to kind of this is in in a way part two, part two of the of the, that series is uh, uh, when the the action part of relationship, which is fellowship, real fellowship. I hope everybody's got a, a hand out there and. Um, there's just something wonderful about Christian fellowship. Um, you know, there, there's a difference between socialization and fellowship. Socialization is good, um, and especially in the Christian environment. I, you know, we talk about things that we're going through. We talk about work. We talk about sports. We talk about hobbies, different things. But we also have the binding glue of it all about that we have a common Savior. We have a common doctrine, a common Bible, a common, um, uh, some people would call it a credo, you know, in, in outside of the, these walls, but, but it's, it's more than that. It's just a common belief. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that today, about this real fellowship. Um, the, the text verse we're going to use is Acts uh, 2.42. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and breaking of bread and in prayers, and a lot of times when you hear preaching about this, you talk about the breaking of bread. That is a Baptist thing. We wanna break bread as often as we can. Amen. There's, you know, so, so we got some, some great cooks. Um, uh, well, we have the cooks, and they can cook. They can really cook. But we have everybody, I mean, when we have a fellowship and we have food, we get to, uh, something, of, something about the table. If, you, if uh, I encourage you as families with your kids, if you're not sitting around the table Because fellowship doesn't just, it's not talking about just this church family, but it happens in our family. There's fellowship and these happen. I remember growing up as a kid, uh, we sat at the table. And, oh, don't be late for the table. My dad was very, very strict on, uh, you know, if I was down the street, uh, he gives one call out for dinner. And uh, you needed to be there. Because mom worked hard on the food. And we sit down and we fellowship as a family. We talk. uh, We had Wonderful uh, conversations, uh, even before we could really have good conversations. Dad, dad's usually the conversationalist, you know, and uh, it's kind of carried over to mine. My, my daughter's like, Dad, will you just please be quiet? You've said it. I got it. I got it. No, but but we sit around the table when we fellowship, when we talk, and sometimes it degrades into fun table games. I mean, mashed potatoes in the face. I, it's happened. I've seen it, um, and you just laugh it off. But but but. I, I I encourage you as families do that uh, because there will be a time when the f- table starts separating. Kids get licenses, kids get jobs, and now they're they're doing after school work or whatever they're doing, and you, you, you don't get to sit down and have it. So so take it take it as long as you can. Uh, I encourage you. Um, we don't do that enough, but. Fellowship, real fellowship. We have a rich blessing from the Lord when it comes to the ability to have fellowship. So, what does that look like? Um, we're going to look at some defining characteristics of fellowship for the Christian, for the Christian family, the church family. And that, first of all, it's uh, you're you're established. Take the ES off, but establish your faith. The faith is established, it's, it's uh, built up. So um, in Christian fellowship, on the other hand, it works to stable, stabilize, that's really what that means, stabilize your faith. We have many folks, uh, praise the Lord, that come through our, our doors for the first time. And they're going to hear a clear presentation of the gospel. And you know what? We're going to hear the clear presentation of the gospel again. And we need to hear it Um, it's not oh that's old news it's not old news it's good news and it still affects us and it reminds us of what the lord has done for us but we have folks that come through this door that this is the first time they've heard it maybe most likely not but but really a clear presentation of the gospel is through these doors and and it might the the holy spirit might work on their heart and they might get saved praise the lord we want that we want that But if that's all it is it's just a ticket to heaven which is wonderful but there's so much more that God has for us in this life right and so we need to so we as Christians we know that our faith is built up through fellowship with our family with our church family with our pastor um, with the people that 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 are moving in the same direction towards God and so uh, this Christian fellowship establishes, it, it stabilizes our faith. Uh, it it encourages us in, in the ways of the Lord, um, uh, and they continue steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine. They were, they were uh, uh, in in Acts. We see that they were, they were continuing in studying uh, what they had learned from the apostles. So now, why why is this important? Why how does faith do this? It's because of continuance. It's that ongoing. It's the on it's, true faith is ongoing. It's not just a one-time. Hey, I, and we've talked about this before with folks. Yeah, I, I accepted the Lord, there, you know, when I was four or five, or you know, when I was on riding the bus. I hear it all the time. I, yeah, I accept the Lord, but nothing happened after that. Nothing, nothing, nothing continued with that. So, so because that continues that true faith that being on ongoing, uh, he works through our life and he continues his work. Uh, until the day that we see him face to face. If you look at Philippians 1 6, go to Philippians 1 6. We're going to have a, several verses here. Uh, GE, I, I do this, GE Power Company. I always have to do it every time I do it. Um, GE Power Company, um, Galatians, Ephesians, uh, Philippians. Uh, so Philippians 1 6, uh, being confident of this very thing that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Meaning, it's not, he's not stopped, he didn't just get you saved and say, okay, you're done. If he, if he did that, if that's all it was, he'd take us home. But he didn't. He left us here. So we've got to, we get, there's work to do. There's work to be done. There's, there's uh, building up each other. Uh, the, it, but, and it's going to happen until we see him face-to-face. And you know what? I think it's going to continue to happen when we see him face-to-face. We're just going to grow in the Lord when we're with him. Um, so, uh, so there was continuous. Uh, but B, because the continuance in the truth we're focusing on something. It's not like we. Hey, you're saved now. You get to be a part of this club. Okay, pay your dues, and you're going to get to be part of this club. That's how clubs work. Oh yeah, pay your dues. You you qualified. Okay, um, you're you're part of the union. Whatever it is, you pay your dues and you're part of the club. But that's not not it. We're continuing in truth. We're continuing in growing in the word. This love letter from God. This this this. Um, roadmap for life here. So we're continuing in the truth. Um, they continued in the apostles' doctrine. It was the centerpiece of their fellowship. Um, again, we said, said that socialization's not bad in and of itself. Um, but fellowship can de- degenerate into just that. Uh, I do have to ask myself sometimes when I'm talking with my Christian friends, people here that, that I love and care about, how much time, time do I talk about the Lord? How many times have I encouraged my brothers? And hey, what did you? And I'm talking to myself, guys. You do it to me. Hey, what did you get out of your Bible this week? Did you Did you get to pray? Pray for anybody this week? Any, any burdens in your heart? Um, we should encourage one another that way. Uh, and 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 I'm talking to myself, guys. I'm not not preaching to anybody else. I'm I'm talking to myself. I, I need to encourage people in the Lord. In in in, in growing in the Lord getting you know some of us are brother Bradley's teaching teaching the kids man boy I, I guarantee you he's growing when he's studying that lesson for a kid you know encourage him encourage him encourage his family and so so we we just need to encourage one another in the truth true real fellowship is based on that common faith in Jesus Christ Acts 17 11, back to Acts um, these were more noble than those in Thessalonica this is talking about the church at Berea um, uh, uh, these were more noble than those in Thessalonica, and they, they received the word, which all, with all readiness of mind and searched the scriptures daily, whether these things were, were so. Uh, they 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 took the next step when they got something. So many times it's so easy to write the notes or uh, uh, open the Bible, hear the w- word of God, and then you just don't go test it yourself. It's very easy. It's very easy. But but these folks in Berea, they 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 search daily. You, you said that is that true? You know, and we should we should be asking that. And and when you know what, when you have a question, ask the pastor. Boy, that, that actually encourages heart. They were paying attention, <laughs> right? And then and then we're, we we want to know more. That's an encouraging thing. So so because continuance in the truth. Um, uh, go to Ephesians two twenty and twenty two Ephesians. So back in the G E go G E. Ephesians 2, 20 through 22. <clears throat> and are built upon the foundation of the apostles and the prophets of Jesus Christ, himself being the chief cornerstone, in whom all building fitly framed together groweth unto a holy temple in, in the Lord, in whom ye also are builded together as an habitation of God through the Spirit. The, it's talking about the church. It's not talking about the building, although it's using the analogy. It's not talking about th- these walls, these walls. These, uh, structure names but it's talking about the people because christ is the cornerstone and then we are the church and so so it's uh it's bringing in this this fact that we are a a church uh and and it's not a bricks it's a people he being the cornerstone and that and that we are builded together we we have a habitation um through god um so um that's our center. Christ is our center for that. The cornerstone building us up, keeping us in 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 one place. A cornerstone's not going to move, right? Brother Aaron, he's a he's a builder. It's it's going to it's going to set the the mark for that building. So Christ is setting the mark for us to be established, to be to be unmovable. And so uh, so that we we stay grounded in that truth. But the fellowship also uh, is sustained. It's it's continual. It keeps going. It's sustained. Um, And it should be be an encouraging. It should be uh, sustaining and encouraging. Um, We should should be uh, encouraging each other towards good works. Towards uh, towards growing for the Lord. uh, uh, Serving the Lord in different ways. Um, You don't need to be we don't, need, we don't need to be hard on each other. We can be hardest on each other as a church family, just like families hardest on each other. Um, I, I can admit, I, I, I'm not an angry person, but it was little girls that brought out anger in my life. <laughs> How does that happen? <laughs> you know, I, I, this two little girls that, that can fight like they hate each other. And I said, where did you learn this at school? They're homeschool. <laughs> Can't blame their mom, you know. But, but, you know, but Cheryl and I would occasionally, you know, be in the car. We're like, you don't hear us do that to each other. But how do you, how do they, well, it's just sin. It's just sin. But, but we can be hardest on each other sometimes. Sometimes it's, it's easy to write people off real, real fast. And maybe if we take a step to go, okay, ooh. I were in that situation would I be faithful would I be su- so, so it's a sustain. we need to, uh, uh, there's an illustration of uh, three boys that were at a zoo and uh, they were just causing a ruckus and they were around the elephants and, and so some people called some security, security came over and, sa- and and he saw the boys he said hey, what's your name, What you doing the first one says my name's Larry and we're uh, throwing peanuts to the, uh, to the elephants, well, I guess that's okay what's your name uh, my name's Mark. I'm throwing peanuts to the elephant. What's your name? My name's Peter. My friends call me Peanuts. <laughs> they weren't encouraging him. They're they're messing with pe- with Peanuts, right? And so that wasn't that wasn't great fellowship. That wasn't that wasn't encouraging. But we don't need to be like that. We don't need to be throwing peanuts to the elephant. Our fr- our friends to the elephants because elephants can be mean sometimes. But what? This fellowship, what, how is it sustained? It's sustained through Christ, letter A. Uh, sustained through Christ. It's our, this is our common base for, um, for all the interests in our church is Christ. Uh, God is faithful by whom, this is from 1 Corinthians 1. 9. God is faithful by whom ye were called into the fellowship of his son Jesus Christ and Lord. So we, our fellowship first starts with the Lord. He got us saved because he wants to have fellowship with us. Am I right? He created Adam because he wanted fellowship. It was Adam's choice to sin. It wasn't a surprise to God. But he wanted fellowship. So um, could, could God have survived without us? Yes. He's got He's got a Son, He's got the Holy Ghost. Yeah, three in one. But he chose to to start fellowship with us. So we need to use that. If we're going to have fellowship with Christ, we need to use that to model our fellowship with others. Um, uh, there's a, there's a, a responsibility and a privilege in that fellowship. Uh, if you've been saved for a, a certain amount of time, um, you, know, you, you help establish the model for the fellowship. One thing I love about our church um, in, inside these walls is that we've gotten a great testimony of friendship and kindness. And uh, uh, I hope each all of us, that's one of the reasons why we're here, is that we, we felt a love and a kindness towards one another. But some folks aren't, don't feel it. We can only do the best we can. But, um, but that kindness should permeate from us. Because, man, we've got the good news. We've we got salvation. And it's not something that, we got this, you don't get it. It's, we got this, we want you to have it, am I right? So, so uh, it's a responsibility, it's a privilege to establish that, that fellowship. Uh, it's that koine, uh, the, the Greek word koinonia, which refers to a partnership, a sharing, uh, this, this working together, this sharing, that's this, uh, a certain kind of love that we have one towards another. Again, uh, it could, there can be some sociali- socialization as part of it, that, that where we get to talk about fun stuff and we get to go do fun activities and things like that outside of these walls and outside of this campus. Um, but the fellowship is where we build and establish each other in, in our faith. First uh, John 1, seven, but if ye walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another and the blood of Jesus Christ, the son, his son cleaneth us from all sin. Um, it's because of, this, uh, of Christ that we have fellowship with one another and it's sweet and it's precious. And don't forsake that. Um, but it's one of the also it's a it's also a cautionary tale too. It's very easy to to have the fellowship here, and then we go out in the world and do our jobs and things, and and we're establishing fellowship in maybe the wrong ways in, in some of the associations we have the people the, the people we work with, people that live on our street. Uh, we don't need to be distant. Um, when pastor's talking about separation we're separating our life as different it might be odd to others doesn't mean we don't love our neighbor they ought to see love they not they ought to not see uh, us just the the doors close and the garage closes and, and when the garage opens we drive out and we're driving away in our nice clothes to to church but and they never they never hear us or see us smiling at them and caring for them. You know, we, we have a, it just came to mind, we, j- we have a guy in our, our town. He's been in there for a while now, and uh, he's homeless. He has a dog, and he's one of the kindest people that we hear we look on the Facebook of Wheatland. He's one of the kindest guys people meet. I wanna know this guy. I wanna want to give some food to that dog. I wanna find out what's, what's your situation. He hasn't harmed anybody. He doesn't have a home but he smiles at everybody he meets and i want to I get to know this guy. i hope i get to run into him um i just that's just a side but but um we as christians we we have this love of god should permeate through us and we get to share that and so so be careful of, of the associations that would pull us away from that um sometimes a club that might pull us away from that you know um uh when I was uh, younger uh, early on in my life just playing playing golf with you yeah know, you can, boy man golfers can be they can be worse than some of the military guys I knew <laughs> you know but boy I sure did love it when I got to play golf with my my Christian roommates and my friends that was just because it was there was just something more there when we got to build each other up while we were having fun playing a game um, so uh, so I had I, as I and 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 as I became a a a husband and a father it was very more more, all the more important that my relationships with others were in the right uh right mindset so so who I was associated with um uh, even in the military there was a fine line between keeping the military camaraderie and the teamwork and compromising yourself case in point I remember um it was, it was important to go to the dinners, the special dinners and the, and the special, uh, you know, the dining-ins, those things that that are, are these unit-building kind of functions. But um, I chose a long time ago not to drink. I don't have to give a reason to anybody why, but I just chose not to drink. You'd be amazed how many airmen came up to me and said, Sir, I don't have to drink here. No, you don't. Oh, I thought I, thought I would have to. No, you don't. And so so your testimony keeping your testimony amid those functions those things is very important because people are watching and some people are watching to see we'll see if he takes a drink this time some people are going he's not taking a drink i don't need to you know so so uh it's very important very important so it's sustained through christ our our uh, our uh, fellowship there and then it's sustained through the christ's local body us um that fellowship we uh uh, I love it when we have activities here. I love that we were just talking about the, the new building, how it just, it, we get to do stuff. We we were at a a, a celebration of life yesterday and Mrs. Cole goes, oh, I'm so glad that we got a building that we can do this in, you know, so we don't have to go to a lion's club and we don't have to go to some other place that will rent it out to us, you know, with their bar next door and all that type of stuff. We can have ours and we can have a juice bar, if we, you know, or a coffee bar, you know, whatever it is, but, but we, we, ha- we, we sustained uh, through our local body. It, back to uh, Acts chapter 2. This time we're going to look at 41. Acts is just after John. This is the verse right before our text verse there. Then they that gladly received his word were baptized, and the same day were added unto them about 3,000 souls. Uh, a lot of folks hearing the word of God, in fact, at that time hearing the Old Testament, they're not hearing the New Testament, they're hearing the Old Testament, and they got saved. They were added to the church. Uh, uh, we got to, they got to be, become a part of a local body, a fellowship. And we need to sustain one another through this fellowship. Um, some Christians try to go it alone. The, the devil's looking for that. That's right. It's kind of like he's looking for the sheep who's away from the, the flock. In fact, we weren't designed to be lone wolves. Lone, uh, you know, lone wolf is the common thing to say, lone wolf or lone lion. You know, we are designed to be sheep amongst a flock. There's safety in that. And we can provide safety uh, for each other in that flock. Um, so, uh, you know, say, same thing happens in the military. It's why we have a, a boat convoys. It's why we have a, a, a fleet, a fifth fleet, a seventh fleet, whatever it is. It's, it's a grouping that's going to protect one another as they destroy the bad stuff. Um, so, but, you're, but the subs in World War II, they were looking for the lone guy that They could get that he didn't have any protection around. So, so we too, our, our fellowship helps us keep that convoy. Helps keep that that fleet mindset of of we're we're the church fleet here. So, so there's safety in that, and there, there's protection. Uh, uh, say, uh, George Swinnock said, uh, "Satan watches for watcheth for those that sail without a convoy." He used that analogy. If you uh, turn to Hebrews 10, 24, and 25. And let us consider one another and provoke unto love and good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another. And so much the more as you see the day approaching. We have folks who've, who, the Christians, it's like, yeah, I, I got my ticket punched. I don't need to go to church. I, I got a boat. I'm going to be out on, the, out on the water. I love boats not on sunday <laughs> so, so but but they they want to go it alone yeah uh, I had one of my co-workers one of my co-workers said uh you know i don't have my jesus card uh, said, i don't have my jesus card either but he, he saved me <laughs> you know but but uh we we want to encourage folks to not be in this uh uh, in this single-minded mindset, of, 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 without the, the flock, without the group, without the, the protection, uh, that accountability and that encouragement. So how do you do that? Uh, uh, w- what, what happens with this um, fellowship? Well, number three, friendship is strengthened. Your friendship is strengthened. Uh, it's not, it doesn't become this superficial thing. You know what, the water's, if, you, if you're you worried about putting yourself out there, well, the water's fine. Just put yourself out there. There's friends to be had. And, you know, there's some folks who come here, and this is their only friends. You know, so let's make it good for them. Let's do the best we can. And so uh, your friendship is is, is strengthened. Uh, so how do, we, how do we do that? Um, sometimes, letter A, through honesty. Sometimes the truth hurts. And so we need to encourage each other sometimes when the truth hurts. And because we're all going to go through ups and downs in our lives, uh, we're going to have seasons of plenty, seasons of, uh, of uh, uh, famine, seasons of good, seasons of bad, health, whatever it might be, financial, whatever it might be. When things are great, we need to, we need to just go praise the Lord. When things are bad for, for folks, we need to go, Praise the Lord, you're saved, and how can I encourage you today? How can I help? Um, and sometimes it's of our own doing, you know, uh, trials that are from my own uh, mistakes, sins, whatever it be. Um, I need, I might need a Christian brother to talk to me in truth, and love, and and hopefully I'm mature enough to accept it. Uh, in fact, the Bible says. Um, uh, in Proverbs, Proverbs just ripe with, with help in that on being a, a, a friend. Uh, Proverbs 27:6, faithful are the wounds of a friend, but the kisses of an enemy are deceitful. Yeah. Faithful are the wounds of a friend. Doesn't feel good, but boy, you need it. So through honesty, uh, that is part of our fellowship. And then also through dependability. Through dependent, uh Fellowship richens and deepens through dependability. Uh, and it's born out of that Christ-like love. Uh, go to John 15, right before Acts. John 15. Okay. Verse 12 through 14. <clears throat> this is my commandment, that you love one another as I loved you. Greater love hath no man than, than this, that a man lay down his life... For his friends, ye are my friends if you do whatsoever I command you. Henceforth I call you not servants, for the servant knoweth not what the lord doeth. But I have called you friends, for all things that I have heard of my Father I have made known unto you. This is this is Jesus speaking. How do I know? It's written in red. Um, but he's speaking. He didn't call us servants. He didn't he didn't save us for us to serve him. I want to serve him. But he called us friends. An equal. Um, so, so uh, through um, through dependability, it's a love that's steady. It doesn't vacillate with the wind. Um, we, when when we are here, encouraging and edifying one another, uh, there's a dependability in that. We should be able to walk through the doors and go. I don't know how this day is, but it's going to be good when I walk through the doors. Um, and rarely, I don't think, I don't know if I can ever count on my hand a time where I, I know times when I, I don't know if I want to go to church today. I'll admit it. Sorry, Pastor. But it's been a rough, rough week or whatever. But I've never walked away from church going, boy, that was a waste of my time. And so, uh, so there's a dependability in there. See, there's encouragement. God's, one of the greatest blessings of fellowship is godly encouragement. encouragement. I like encouragement. I think everybody likes to be encouraged. Everybody likes to be patted on the back. Everybody likes to be lifted up a little bit. And we get to do that. We get to encourage one another. And seeing seeing uh, seeing people play the piano yesterday it was beautiful. It was awesome. It was awesome. People putting themselves out there and playing the piano for a recital. And I think Brother Davis would agree. Nobody wants to do a recital. There's that weird kid, okay, that wants to, yeah, you know. But I, we didn't have any weird ones there. We had all of them that, that just worked hard, and and we get to I get to encourage them, because it was it was an encouragement to me. Makes me want to learn the piano. <coughs> we'll see. Um, so, but it it's through encouragement. Uh, but you, that encouragement is built on people. It's 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 where you have at least two. Um, being that lone wolf again, being that person, you're not getting the encouragement you need in fellowship. Uh, Ecclesiastes 4, 9 through 10. Two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. Yeah, who, who likes to do labor by themselves? Everybody wants to work with somebody. Makes, it, makes, the, makes the, the, the workload lighter. Sometimes makes it funner. Um, so two are better than one. Uh, for if they fall, the one will lift up his fellow. Woe to him that is alone when he falleth, for he hath, he hath not another to help him up. I have to remind myself, I have to remind my brother of this. He likes to go do stuff on working on things uh, and, and I'm going, uh, he likes to work on his boat. And so, uh, so I said, oh, what are you doing this weekend? I'll be working on the boat, working on the motor. Are you going to have somebody with you while you're down there working on the boat? He's had a couple close calls and you know, I said, you know, call me. <laughs> if you need me out there to tie a rope around your ankle and, and, and stand up there, I can do that. You know, I want to be an encouragement to you. So, but, but, you know, when you have two working together, there's an encouragement there. Uh, there's a building up. There's a, there's a being where you're supposed to be when somebody asks, you know, hey, somebody's depending on me, you know. So, so that, that's an encouragement. Um, uh, the, the Bible um, uh, likens it to sharpening tools to uh, um, uh, iron, sharpeneth iron out of Proverbs twenty-seven, seventeen again. Uh, iron sharpeneth iron, so a man sharpeneth the countenance of his friends. I know many a times um, I was sharpened because of my friends, my Christian friends, usually dulled because of other friends who weren't Christ-like. Right? So, so iron sharpeneth iron. We should we should be that honing uh, uh, stone to to uh, to, to Sharpen our friends through fellowship. And finally through acceptance. And this one can be we're not accepting sin. Okay, and that's and the world is starting to do that. Uh many churches are accepting um certain things that, that they ought not to. It's not not biblical. But everybody who comes through that door, we love them. And we want them to be here. We want them to hear the gospel preached. We want it to stir their hearts. And then let God make any changes that need to happen, right? Uh, but at the same time, as we're growing, as we're continuing to fellowship, uh, we have to accept one another. And again, going back to that honesty, sometimes it's uh, I love you, I don't agree with what you just did or what you're gonna, what you're thinking about doing. Some sometimes it's uh, sometimes it's you know helping somebody make a decision. Maybe they want to make a, a, a career decision that's going to keep them away from God. Maybe we need to. Be an encouragement and say well have you really thought about that I remember when uh, when my daughter was going to start working the, in here in California you can work at the age of 14 if you're uh, in the agriculture so bishops is a big place that we have a lot of pe- pe- people that work at um, in the fall and uh, she was going to apply and and you know she wanted to get a job and I said okay so here's um, here's a criteria when you go to apply you have to tell them you don't work on Sundays and you don't work on Wednesday night can tell them that yes you can yes you can Amen. i said um, um you know you, you, you know you're not just a participant here you you, you you're not just a uh, you walk in those doors you get you're, you're very active just tell them that i'm very active in church and i don't i don't work on those nights because i'm working at church whether you're sitting in here or whether you're working in the ministry so well, what if they don't hire me then that wasn't the job to get yeah. right and the first time they tried to put you on the schedule, tell them. And you know what? It did. It happened. It was awesome. She, she did that. They hired her. And the first schedule came out, and she was on the schedule for Sunday. And she goes, um, tell them. I told you. Remember, I said I don't work on Sunday. Oh, right. And a couple times they tried to put her on a schedule, but she was able to work through it. And had a great testimony for her work. So, so, so encourage, encourage encourage each other like that. Um, if if something's gonna, if you if you have a a hair that's, you know, I'm, 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 all this guys with short hair here, and it sticks up and he goes, he's this part of my friend's about to make a decision that. Out of love, question that, you know, encourage. Uh, hey, have you really thought this? Have you prayed through this? Have you talked to somebody, who's older and wiser? You know, it may not be me. You know, before you make this decision. But we can encourage one another. That's the wonderful thing about fellowships a fellowship with Christian brothers and sisters. Uh, Proverbs 17, 17. A friend loveth in all times, and a brother is born for adversity. We have a fellowship, a, a, a built-up uh, church, a fellowship of believers in the good and in the bad. Hey, we're in California. It's in the bad right now. <laughs> I think God still has something. He's still got something. Uh, I was, uh, uh, my wife and I were, were talking to a, a friend the other day and, and, and she's a Christian. Uh, she's, uh, she's asked the Lord to be her savior. And, and, uh, and in work, she talks to a lot of people and you could just see this concern of hers about the, the new AB bill um, being proposed in California uh, that we've talked about. And you see fear in her eyes. And we can agree and talk. Yeah, that's just wrong. Blah 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 blah. But I had to. I had to stop. And I had to go. But you got to remember. We have. We have God. This is not a surprise. And it's just a reminder that He is coming. We're a step closer. So so let the fear go. Let the fear go and let God work this. We'll do our part. We'll vote. We'll we'll um, uh, we'll stand up for life. Let, let God work. And don't be fearful. Um, So let's encourage each other that way. I love the fact that we have fellowship. Praise the Lord. It's just something that he's given to us. It's one of the gifts he gives to us as a church family. So I encourage you. uh, And you know what? It's not just about receiving. It's about giving. Remember this. We'll finish off with this. Proverbs. Again, Proverbs is wonderful. A man that hath friends must show himself friendly. And there is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this day, and we thank you for all that you bless us with, and we thank you for the fellowship that we have uh, among believers, Lord. And I, 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 want, I want to encourage our, our uh, believers that, that, Lord, take it seriously, this fellowship, and, uh, and let's sharpen one another. Help us to do that, Lord. Sharpen us today as the pastor brings a message you've laid on his heart, and I just thank you for these folks. In your name we pray. Amen. All right, I've got a few minutes to get some coffee and uh, fellowship.